stop and take a trip down on my block when you see hidden potential young minds sharper than pencil and ain't afraid to speak their mind if they got something against you we standing with you we tackle issues like civic pride hate will cease to exist let's put our differences aside from my side to your side from dutch town to south side from Penrose to north side from benton park to old north to west end the west side we bless when we step out we stand down rise up stand together wise up this is Stitch Cast Studio, produced by St. Louis Story Stitchers in St. Louis, Missouri. Welcome to another edition of Stitch Cast Studio Live. Our youth alumni today will be discussing a fixed mindset versus a growth mindset. Also discussing the definition behind having a victim mentality and ways you can maneuver out of that. Check it out. They say who that, but you already knew that. That beat them Story Stitchers. Story Stitchers. Story Stitchers. Story Stitchers. Hello, everybody. Under the sound of my voice, I want to thank you for tuning in to yet another episode of Stitchcast Studio. Today we wanted to talk about, we wanted to talk about healthy thinking. We wanted to talk about a fixed mindset versus a uh versus a growth mindset. We we just want to talk about having the right mindset when reaching towards uh success. Uh that being said, uh one of the things that the people that I listen to, the motivational speakers that I uh listen to, uh the preachers that I listen to, uh they all say that you have to have a plan. You have to have you have not only do you have to have a plan, but you have to have it written down. They say a goal that isn't written down is just a dream. That's all it is right or a wish that's all it is or whatever it's not until you write it down that it starts to materialize so uh that being said out of curiosity uh each of y'all one at a time of course um where do y'all see yourself in five years in five years i see myself um owning my own business one probably multiple um maintaining a, a thriving career music career um as an artist um Killing the airwaves, um, and just basically providing for my family. You know, the um, success is 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 real um, subjective to everybody. So, my 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 idea of success is simply getting paid from my craft, my God-given ability, and being able to provide for not only myself but my loved ones. So, in five years, I see myself being more stable than I am and financially situated and having a thriving career. So yeah, most of fire, fire. Yeah, for me, um, I mean, I have a pretty like straightforward plan in terms of where I'm going as an artist and all that. So I would say by five years, I'll probably be a master's school pursuing an MFA, which is a master of fine arts. And I've actually thought about doing it at WashU, so that might be a possibility. So dope, we'll see what dope. happens. Fire, fire. What about you, Chuck? Um. Five years, I don't know, like, anytime like a presentation, I have to do a presentation about five years, four years, three years, I don't know, like, I look, I'm optimistic and I like planning, but I don't like planning, like, too far ahead, one year, two years, three years, you know, I really go by, like, day or my goals per month, or not, like, really goals for five years, because, like, who in the world thought we was going to be in a pandemic, you know, no, gas, four or five dollars, you know, so I just... I don't know. I don't really far plan too far in the future because, like, it's in the future. You know, you can't control nothing. I just live day by day, month by month, you know, stuff you. like that. I, understand. I feel that. I feel that for sure. In five years, um, 
I guess I have to speak to Story Stitches too because Story Stitches takes up so much of my life now. But um, in five years, I see uh, Story Stitches with a uh, fully functioning staff, uh, uh, meaning more staff members right now. Uh, I'm the only full-time staff member. Uh, Integrity and Blue are part-time staff members. Uh, we got people, uh, new people that we've added to the team, like Karen. Um, you know, like, like, like I'm sure y'all have noticed, we have a lot more news articles. We just did an NPR interview not too long ago. You know, I said we in all of these, we getting all of this media attention. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so I definitely see Story Sisters with a fully functioning staff. I think the dope part of that is that I can step away a little bit, not not step away as in leave Story Stitches holistically, but just uh, I won't be needed as much so, so I can focus more on my artistry because that's how I want to make my living. I want to make my living through artistry, not artist-adjacent stuff. I mean, obviously, I want to do stuff like that too, but I mean, like, full-on, yo, I make music, I do shows, and that's how I feed my family. Right. You know what I'm saying? That that's the that's the that's the point that I want to be at. And so in five years, I don't I don't know if I could uh, say that I'll be right there, but I, I want to be on the cusp. You know what I'm saying? I want to be like 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 any month now it could happen. Type. You know what I'm saying? That that's how that's how close I want to be to it. And so uh, I absolutely agree with your uh, philosophy of like if you planning too far ahead it's kind of it's almost arrogant to assume you have such control or whatnot i think uh the good thing about saying i want to be here in five years is being able to work back backwards and create steps you know what i'm saying because like, like nobody like you can't just say yo this is where i want to be in five years you know what i'm saying you have to i mean that's the first step but you have to be able to work backwards and say okay cool this is where i want to be in five years what am I going to do to get there? You know what I'm saying? It's going to take me two years to build these relationships or something. It's going to take me one year to uh, build this name or whatever the case is. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, like to me, that's the benefit of having a five-year plan or whatever is you know where you're trying to go. So now you can figure out how do I get here? How long is it going to take to get here? What do I spend my time doing? You know what I'm saying? Um, Tonio, uh, you said you want to own a business. You want to kill the airwaves? Yeah, uh, you yeah, make yeah. Music is 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 the business music oriented, or is um, it something completely different? So, um, I'm a firm believer believer in planting seeds. So you know everything won't just come like that. You won't just harvest because you want something. You got to plant your seed first, then you end up harvesting. But um, the business sis with an S. Um, one of them are is um, clothing line. I want to get that up and running to the point where I might have people working for me. You know what I'm saying? I can sit back, but, you know, it takes steps. Um, two, um, I want to begin my videography business. Um, all of these these things that I'm speaking on, I, I kind of, I, I, I made a platform for them. So if someone come to my Instagram or whatnot, they can, you know, I got a landing page. They can go there and find other stuff. But um, these businesses do um, work around music. And I kind of... I'm there because I don't want to be stuck in a box, say, um, for instance, a person that I, I look at and I aspire to be like is Snoop Dogg. I say Snoop Dogg because Snoop Dogg is forever changing, like he, he forever reinventing himself, but it's also 
linked into the person he is. You know what I'm saying? So, hey, maybe this music worked for me 10 years. What I'm gonna do after that? Oh, I got my hands in videography, film. I could begin to shoot films. Um, or I could, I could do all of this stuff simultaneously. So, yeah, um, videography, clothing, and music, that's, that's it. And Most deaf. So what's your, what's your next step? The next step? Yeah. As to, far to, as what, to what you getting, mean? To getting closer to where you want to be in five years. What, what's, what's the next task that you got to accomplish to, to get yourself there? Um, to get myself there. You speaking on to get myself in a position of all of those businesses running? Uh, just just where wherever you at in your journey. So 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 like we we know that you know what I'm saying when you, when you trying to you know what you trying to do. You know what I'm saying. So 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 where are you in that journey and and, and what's the next step? Like, like, like I what said, are you trying to do? As first? far as right now, I'm playing seeds, but um, I'm a firm believer in God. So I, I let God lead me and um, show me which way to go. So like she said, I, I, I agree with what you said as far as not planning too far ahead, too specific, because your plan might not be God's plan, you know? Um, what I'm doing now is simply staying focused and listening to God. That's the most, most I can do. Felt, felt. Yeah, I feel that 100%. Uh, Zach, what about you? What's your, what's your next step toward? What's your next step as far as getting toward where you want to be in five years? Um, I mean, for me, uh, starting to apply for grants, like that's a big one, um, and just applying to more exhibitions and stuff. Uh, that was something else. Like, I want to be consistently exhibiting work in five years. So, just like applying, shooting for stuff, stuff in the area where I go to school at, and stuff here as well. So. I feel you, and that, 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 you know, that really stands out to me because in five years, I want to have mastered the art of consistency as well. You know what I'm saying? So, so I know this year, like, this is the year of consistency for me. I say at least on, uh, at least, uh, as far as, like, social media is concerned. You know, you know, you know the more, the more of a name you have, the more money you're able to make, right? Uh, and the way that people build names now it's through social media, like 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 that's just what that's just the day we living in right now. You know what I'm saying? So you got you got to play in the game that you in. So uh, so like like I literally, and I think I've showed it to you. I, I literally got this like posting schedule. I try to rack up these. I, I try to rack up videos of content, and I go in this spreadsheet. I say, okay, I'm gonna post this this week. Next week, this is getting posted. The week after that, this is getting. You know what I'm saying? Just to ensure that something is getting posted every single week. You know what I'm saying? So that was actually my uh, New Year's resolution for this year, you know what I'm saying, to post something every single week to make sure that I'm consistently putting out content, you know what I'm saying? So as far as steps are concerned, when it, in terms of being where I want to be in five years, I kind of got this vision of what the best version of me looks like, you know what I'm saying? And he's consistent, you know what I'm saying? He's a consistent person. He's consistently dropping music, you know what I'm saying? Consistently engaging. He's consistently on top of what he needs to be on top of. So in order to become that person, I have to turn this person into that person. You know what I'm saying? So if the best version of me is, is consistent and I struggle with consistency, I have to hone in on becoming more consistent. You know what I'm saying? So that's my that's uh that's what step I'm on. Uh right now I'm working on consistently posting. <clears throat> right now I'm working on consistently posting on social media, 
next? I want to consistently drop songs. You know, so I don't know if I'm going to drop a song every season or every other month. I haven't figured out what works for me yet. But um, that's my next step. Once I've mastered consistently posting on social media, it's consistently dropping songs. After I build that catalog, uh, me and Teg were talking about um, booking agencies and how a booking agency's job is to get you paid gigs. That's a booking agency's job or whatever. And it's these different uh, agencies that you can make accounts for and put your work on or whatever. And people go, people go through those agencies when they want artists for stuff. You know what I'm saying? But before I get on those, I feel like I need to have more work out. I need to have more music out, you know what I'm saying? So that I got more stuff to choose from right. or whatever the case is. And so those, those I, I really just gave y'all like my next three steps or something like that. So I got a question. What do you do when like, say you, you say you got it, you know, you got it mapped out to a T. So what do you do when something... For instance, how that just interrupted us and what we was doing. So what do you do when something, like, doesn't go the, the way you wanted it to go? Like, what, what keeps you, you know what I'm saying, focused or keeps you on that? I, I, re, uh, I, re, I readjust. That's it. Like, like, like uh, how boxers say everybody got a plan until you get punched in the face. You know what I'm saying? You, you got to be flexible, you know what I'm saying? You got to readjust. So, for example, with my gigs, there's almost always something, some or unforeseen circumstance that I got to deal with. There's always something that happens. A singer quits last minute, you know what I'm saying? A, 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 a drummer feel like he better than the rest of the, whatever, whatever it is, you know what I'm saying? There's always something that comes, you know what I'm saying? It's never just a smooth shit, you know what I'm saying? It never just goes exactly according to plan, you know what I'm saying? Right, so what, what holds you up, though? What you mean? Like, what's your crutch? Like, like what, what, uh, being yeah. flexible. Okay. Learning, learning how to, how you, uh, I heard this rap coach say that an expert has seen every problem in their field and they know what to do when those problems arise. So when you encounter a problem that you've never faced before, you're building your expertise because a master has seen those problems before and that's why they can handle them like they nothing. This ain't their first time seeing it. They know what to do when it happens. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I do. I learn I, how to, all right, this problem just came. It was unexpected. How do I work around it? Because your, your plan, it's never gonna go exactly according to plan. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's never going to do that. The key is to, you know what I'm saying? Maneuver in ways where exactly so, so, so the pandemic bankrupted a bunch of businesses. It also made a couple other businesses billion-dollar businesses. The people that were able to adapt to the unforeseen circumstances are the ones that were still surviving. The podcasts are as big as they are now because Story Stitches were able to adapt. You know what I'm saying? We can't do shows right now. We can't meet up. What are we going to do? We can do podcasts on Zoom. You know what I'm saying? And now podcasts generate the most traffic out of everything that we do. Our podcasts have thousands of downloads. You know what I'm saying? So, so, so the, the people and the businesses that are able to maneuver, you know what I'm saying, and be flexible. You know what I'm saying? Let, let's say, let's say you're a boxer and you're about to, and, and your plan is to, is to be aggressive and knock the dude out, right? What if he's too elusive for that aggressive stuff? You know what I'm saying? Do, do you just, oh, well, I lost the fight? Or, or, do, or do you do now, do you have to think of something else? Right. You know what I'm saying? So uh, if there's anything that music has taught me, it's being flexible. You know what I'm saying? So, so yeah, I, I just learned to be flexible and maneuver and adapt. Different, different 
different circumstances require different solutions. You know what I'm saying? There's not, there's no one circumstance for any, I mean, there's no one solution for all circumstances. You know what I'm saying? The only thing that I could say that works in all encounters is to know that something sooner or later is going to go awry. You know what I'm saying? Know that something that you didn't expect to happen is going to happen and be willing to, you know what I'm saying? Be be willing to to maneuver around it. You know what I'm saying? That's that's the that's really the best advice that I could give anybody. No, that's real. That's real. Though. You know what I'm saying? No be willing to maneuver around it. You know what I'm saying? Cuz cuz if 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 my if my singer quit, you know what I'm saying? I still want to do this gig. So so when, when I'm gonna call everybody like, yo, yeah, we can't do the gig no more. My singer quit. No. Figure it out. I got exactly. I gotta find me another you singer. Gotta ask I got a question. What can you do? Exactly, exactly. That's exactly what you do. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, bro. Like like I just remain flexible. You know what I'm saying? And your plan become you. Your plan constantly gets readjusted. You know what I'm saying? As life changes. You know what I'm saying? That's how it goes. Okay. So yeah, when when I say a five year plan, it's not nothing set in stone. These these is what I would like to happen. Right. You know what I'm saying? Best case scenario best case scenario, this is what happens, right? The thing is the best case scenario almost never happens. There's always something that goes awry. You know what I'm saying? Because that's how life is. Life is imperfect. It's really about how you perceive it, honestly. Um I listen to a lot of self-help uh, e-books, I mean, audio books and read e-books and certain things like that. And um, one guy told me or told the audience, he was like, whenever something come up that you feel is against you or against your um, destiny or what you want to do in life, just tell yourself everything is happening in my favor. And mentally, that shifts you to the point where you know what, this ain't as bad as it look. You know, I can figure out another route. I can figure out another way. 100%. But yeah, I can hear what you're saying, most definitely. Uh, one thing that me and, me, integrity, me and Integrity actually got in common, like, we, we don't call rough days, we don't call them bad days. Right. You know what I'm saying? Either it's an enjoyable day or it's a character-building day, but either way, it's a good day. You know what I'm saying? I'm either going to have fun going through this day or this day is going to make me stronger. But either way, it's going to benefit me. You know what I'm saying? So you absolutely right. It's about changing that mindset. You know what I'm saying? It's about changing how you look at this problem. Is, is this, is this going to stop me from doing what I want to do? Or is this an opportunity to become better? Because once I figure out how to overcome this, every time it come again, I know what to do. You know what I'm saying? So, so yeah, it's, it's just building your expertise. Um, what's the time that y'all were uh, discouraged? Uh, discouraged from uh, following your dreams and uh, how did you overcome it? Getting rejected from submissions that you Word. had to pay for. <laughs> yeah, I feel you. And it's not refundable. Oh, that's my favorite. Yeah, I feel <laughs> you. But it's good. I mean, it's good because it gets you in the practice of doing it. And sometimes people get feedback, so it like helps you know what to do next submission. So, but it's still like it's hard, and you like you wasted money on it potentially that you could have put somewhere else. So there is kind of like a defeated aspect to it. But to me, that's probably the hardest part about it. You know what I'm saying? When you had to pay to to get the application put in, and it was for what? I'm saying it was for what? They're not rocking with you. I straight don't know how to answer this. Um, in life, because. A lot of obstacles come up in life, but uh, specifically, I was 
kicked out like it was like a perfect everything was like you were saying i had it planned out to a t on how i wanted everything to go so um i ended up getting a good job um but right once i got this good job which i with the income i was going to use to put it push into my artistry push into my sessions stuff like that as soon as i got the job bro i got super sick i got super sick and i couldn't go to work so i missed about five days of work and i was already on the leg or whatnot but me missing them days of work they ended up firing me so it's like everything was smacking me all at once and yeah they kind of they really discouraged me because in my head i'm like dag in order to get everything up and running or in order to create a track and push this track out and shoot a visual to this track market this track everything requires finance and in my head i'm like dag my my stability is gone right so right then in that moment I, I surrounded myself around people who was uh, motivating, people who spoke life into me, and they just let me know like how you just spoke on, find another way, it's another route. And that's kind of how I, how I went. That's the most discouraging thing I ever experienced, honestly, as far as my dreams, but yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, for me, it was mostly like my senior in high school. Like I'm a big scholar and everything like that. And so like when I applied, like my senior year, my GPA went downhill, downhill. It wasn't bad, but I don't know. Like I don't play about my school. So anything less than a 4.0, I just get discouraged. And so like, I don't know, like I think like I applied to some colleges and I didn't get in. I was like, oh my God, all my hard work went to nothing, da 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 da. And so I ended up going to watch you here and I was like, okay, this ain't this ain't bad. This is not like the HBC that I, I envision, but I just gotta like make it my own. You know what I'm saying? And stuff like that. That's why like, I don't know, that's why I don't really, I plan stuff, but at the same time, I don't. That makes sense, yeah. yeah. And also too, like, I've had a lot, especially as I've been a student, like I've had a lot of household just mess go wrong like while I was at school and stuff and so like that would completely like it mess you up from even being able to focus yeah <laughs> like and then you feel like bro I'm not home like I'm up here completely separated from y'all as y'all dealing with this stuff and like that was probably like, the harder even harder than like whatever artistic stuff it's just having like the household stuff happen it like kind of pulls you out of that or pulls you out of your focus most of, most of. How, how did you, how did you, cause you still in school. So, so how did you, how did you flip the switch and, and push past it? Most of. Most of Absolutely. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Man, uh, I ain't gonna cap. I get, I get, I definitely uh, get disappointed if I do a performance that doesn't meet the, meet my standard or whatever. If I do a performance that doesn't line up with what I feel like I'm capable of doing or what I'm capable of giving, uh, I definitely get disappointed. 
uh, and, and a little bit discouraged. Uh, I think I told this story on the podcast once, so uh, I'm a Cliff Notes version. I worked real, real hard to uh, get ready for this talent show. It was the last talent show of high school uh, before I graduated. I wasn't going to have another chance to do this. Um, there was a lot of writing on this talent show because uh, me and my best friend at the time, we were really similar. And uh, 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 we, had, we, we, we had like similar talent levels or whatever. So people compared us a lot. Uh, and, and it was just really important to me that I showed that I can give a good show without standing next to him. Because a, a lot of the times that I was on stage, he was also on stage or about to get on stage or something. We was never... In terms of performances, we was never far away from each other. Anyway, um, so I, j I just felt it really important to show people that, yo, I don't have to stand next to him to give a good performance. You know what I'm saying? Like, I could do this because this is what I do. Uh, anyway, I spent like a week. Uh, it was definitely nights where I didn't sleep because I was trying to, like, plan out this performance and, and get everything straight. The uh, day of the audition, my singer's sick. She don't come into school. I teach the song to another singer. Uh, we get to the audition. She get into it with the uh, with the uh, dude that's judging whether or not you make it into the competition. My dancers didn't take the uh, thing. They didn't take the... Uh, the the uh audition seriously so they didn't choreograph the full dance they choreographed like half of it and once they was done they just sat down i look behind me while i'm auditioning i see them just sitting down and i'm and like yo i'm trying to stay focused but like yo what is going on on top of that they get into it with the uh they get into it with the dude that decide whether or not uh you get into the competition and like just all of this stuff is like really like it's really making me mad so, um, we end the audition and I'm just thinking like, yo, I'm not even gonna get the chance to show them. Like, I'm not even gonna get, like, we failed, that's it. The next day, uh, I came down to him before the list was even out. I didn't care about the list or whatever. I was just like, yo, I just wanna apologize for, on behalf of my uh, team for uh, how, you know what I'm saying, how we portrayed ourselves when we came in here or whatever. And, um, he told me be careful who I uh who, be careful who I hang around because you know what I'm saying you only as strong as your weakest link and so if if it's one person on the team that's not taking it as serious as everybody else that person can bring everybody down that person can mess it up for everybody so uh, he was telling me like yo just be be careful who you hang who you hang around you know what I'm saying uh, that being said he told me if I get the music to him before the end of the day he'll put us in the show. I said, bet. I ran around the school looking for a teacher that'll let me use their laptop so I could uh, download this song or whatever, put it on this instrumental, give him the flash drive, right? I give him the flash drive. Uh, he told us to stay behind the stage or whatever. My uh, brother at the time, my best friend, he goes out there and kills it, right? The singer that I was using, he also used. And the principal, after seeing the performance, said something to her that made her run off crying. I'm like, yo, this man about to call us on stage any minute. So I chase after her like, yo, listen, don't look. Forget all that. She don't know what she's talking about. You was dope. Dry your eyes. You got another show to do. We good. Like, you dope. Don't even worry about it. Let's go out stage. Let's, let's go on stage. Let's, let's go crazy. We get back in there, and the dude that decides who goes on stage yells at me. He like, yo, look, if you leave again, you not getting on stage. My assumption is that he was about to call us on stage while I was talking to her. Anyway, so we back there. We not moving. You know what I'm saying? We, we planted backstage. We ain't going nowhere. Bro, 
He about to put us out there. He said, all right, cool, line up. I'm finna bring y'all. As soon as we about to go out, the principal step in again and say, nah, let somebody else go. Let somebody else perform. So after all of this work, after everything I put in, we didn't get to perform. And it was even people like in the audience, because this is high school, so they are friends or whatever. It was even people in the audience that was mad, that was disappointed because I didn't told everybody that I'm in the talent show or whatever. Anyway, so like my heart sunk to my stomach. At that time, I was not a confrontational. I'm still not a confrontational person for real. But at that time, I definitely wasn't a confrontational person. But if I was going to fight, that was going to be the day. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I was almost like I wanted somebody to like, I don't know, bump into me or something. Like, that's how mad I was. Like, yo, somebody step on my shoe or something. Like, yo, like I'm 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 ready to I'm ready to go crazy. Um anyway, I like like that made me sick to my stomach. Like I was I was hot. I was mad at the whole situation. Uh but years later, it took me a while to be able to find the lesson in that. But years later, what I found out was that sometimes you're going to put absolutely everything you have into something. And for reasons outside of your control, it's not going to go the way you want it to. And you got to be strong enough to, you know what I'm saying, to take that and get back up and keep going. You know what I'm saying? You have to be strong enough to deal with that. If you're not strong enough to deal with that, then you're not strong enough to have what it is that you're trying to get. And so it took me a while to learn that lesson. I ain't gonna lie, I was heated with my principal. Like, yo, I mugged her, I ain't gonna cap. Like, like I, was, I was mad, I was heated with the principal. But years later, I am grateful to her for that lesson that she didn't even know she was teaching me. She might've just been trying to be petty because I kind of mugged her when she says that, whatever she said to the singer too. Or whatever. So she might've been just doing that to be petty, but in reverse, she taught me a lesson that I take with me forever, you know what I'm saying? And then ever since then, you know what I'm saying? Like, like I also learned to realize that I'm bigger than one show. I'm bigger than one moment. I'm bigger than one performance. I'm bigger than one song, you know what I'm saying? And now I don't get purred, I don't get compared to who uh, my homeboy was no more, you know what I'm saying? I don't even know if he's still a rapper or not. And that's not no slight to him, I hope he's doing dope out there. But, uh, you know what I'm saying, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't get compared to him. Now, now when people talk about me, they talk about Brandon. It's not Brandon and or and Brandon, you know what I'm saying? It's me. It's me when people talk about me. And that's what I wanted, like, like you know what I'm saying? So I guess everything worked out, huh? But uh, but yeah, that was definitely discouraging. I couldn't even think about I couldn't even think about music without getting sick to my stomach. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes it takes years to to move past it or to find a message in it or whatever the case is. But I'm I'm glad to know that I'm strong enough to move forward with it. Hey everybody, you know what time it is. It's time for our Pick the City Up Art Interlude, featuring our youth guitarist Alexis Burt. Check it out.
so like a hopeless situation that I would face normally would be like writer's block. Um, in that situation, you said to gain what? To to to. To keep inspiration. Okay, to keep me inspired. Well, um, I make sure I remove myself from that environment and go do something. So like. I can't write right now. This beat ain't giving me no words. I'm finna go do something that's gonna make me be able to write about it. You know what I'm saying? Um, go actually experience something, no matter what it is. Whether it's a walk in a park or a, a night out with the friends or whatever it is, it's inspiring me. Um, I also, I pray and read my Bible and that keep me real inspired. So yeah. Most stuff, most stuff I felt, I felt. What about y'all? Um, for me, I just like listen to music. Like, I have writer's block too, not because I just like, I sometimes I write uh, playwrights and stuff like that. So I just like listen to music or I meditate or I like take a quick shower or something like that. Or I do something else that keep me occupied so I don't have to think about what obstacles that I'm facing. So it's been a while since I looked at a situation as a hopeless situation. At least in terms of like what I'm trying to accomplish, you know what I'm saying? Like, like can't can't nobody tell me that what I'm trying to do is impossible because I I watch videos of people do things that we would think were impossible before we saw them do them. Right. I'm saying like it was this uh it was this uh Asian girl uh I don't I don't know what her specific nationality was, but this Asian girl who was so poor she couldn't afford running shoes and had a track meet. So she covered her feet in band-aids and drew a Nike symbol on it and walked away with three gold medals. You know what I'm saying? So I look at stuff like that and say, ain't no way. You know what I'm saying? Like, ain't it like 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 ain't nobody would have expected a girl that can't even get no shoes to win that race. You know what I'm saying? The three of the best pianists known to man were blind. And one of them was deaf too. How you blind and deaf and somehow playing an instrument is beyond me. I don't know, but I know that if it's possible, then I can do it. You know what I'm saying? If you can do what you just did, I see people in the gym with one leg, you know what I'm saying? They gotta use crutches. I saw one lady with a stroke. She had to she had to lift her leg onto the machine before she started working out. So I see amputees in the gyms trying to get in shape. So what excuse do I have to not be the absolute best version of myself that I can be? You know what I'm saying? So, so, so in terms of that stuff, I don't, I don't believe that there's nothing hopeless in my situation. But for 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 other stuff like 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 if it's a relationship that I feel like is dead, I, I distance myself. You know what I'm saying? I'm a firm believer that sometimes you gotta love people from a distance. You know what I'm saying? It is what it is. I love you to death, but the type of time that you be on is is. Is, is, is detrimental to the type of time that I be on. You know what I'm saying? And I love myself too much to, 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 to let people, other people that I love, keep me from achieving what I believe my fullest potential is. You know what I'm saying? So, so, so that's what I do. I distance myself from, from, from people that are discouraging and, and, and just uber pessimistic. If every time we talk, all you got is negative stuff to say, then we gonna talk a lot less. Because yo, I don't need that in my life. Like all of like, like you you can't go through life without putting a negative spin on nothing. Like like yo, you have to put a negative spin on everything. <laughs> like yo, then you know what I'm saying? I can't, cause that might rub off on me. Might it is? You know what I'm saying? Like it's, like you like you you influence exactly, and you influenced by the people that you allow yourself to be around. Yeah, the you know type what I'm of the, the type of um, content you listen to. 
Absolutely. You know, it's, it's all like uh, I heard. If you hang around four rich people, you're gonna be the next rich one. Or you hang around uh -huh. four broke people, you're gonna be the fifth broke one. Yeah, it's like that's true. Also, but what about the type of content or stuff that you consume? Like most of that, that stuff staying. You you gotta you gotta you gotta you gotta listen to things and stay around environments that's that's motivated. So yeah, most of I agree with you. One hundred percent. Most of like like what type of stuff do you look at on social media? You know what I'm saying I, I follow I follow motivational speakers. Right. You know what I'm saying and stuff like that. Like like some of the pages that I follow are the ones that show me these impossible tasks that people do that always remind me like yo if they doing that of course you can do this. You know what I'm saying so yeah most definitely like what what do y'all what do y'all what do what do what where do y'all get y'all like life source from? What 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 speaks life into y'all? What what do y'all um, where do y'all get it from? Um, something that really speaks life into me is everything that I've overcame. So so when I see something, I'll be like, man, this is the end all be all. Then I think about, hey, not just five years ahead, but five years ago, where was I? How did I overcome? Look at me now. So I know I can move forward. Um, that's one thing, just re reminding myself about my journey and everything I've been through. And two, um, I listen to motivational speakers also, but I'm real big into spirituality. So um, whether it be me reading the Bible or me learning more about my mind, learning more about uh, my subconscious, um, um, just figuring out how to be on a diet, in a sense, with certain content, stuff like that. So uh, it's not a specific person I go to. It's a specific genre of information I absorb, and it's like self-help. Really. Yeah, so, yeah. I, I think that's the best way to do it, because because once you you can't you can't put too much on one person. Yeah, because they're human at the end exactly, of the day. Exactly, they're human. If you, if you put all your faith into one person, at some point they're going to let you down. Not because they're a bad person, but because they're human. Yep. You know what I'm saying? They're human. That's what that, yeah, like, yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. What about y'all? Uh, probably like my mom. Because, like, she came in this country with my dad in 95, and, like, she had to, like, learn English, adjust to this, like, whole... American society and stuff like that. So she really what motivates me. And then my dad had to go back to Africa and now she was like here alone raising like kids, three, four kids and stuff like that. And so now she's like a businesswoman and things of that nature. She, so she just taught me like the nothing is impossible. You know, like she had to learn English. She had to learn how to drive all that stuff, just adjust to be in America, you know, the country of the free and, you know, dreams and stuff like that. So I'll just be like, I have to study more. I have to like work harder and stuff like that. Like there's cousins back home where like they would kill to be in America. I don't, mm, I mean. That's powerful. Yeah, I don't know why it ain't all that, but it's better than, <laughs> it's better than like the situation there are. So it's just like, it just motivates me. That's why I like go so hard in school and just like everything that I do. So, that's so deep, I that's deep. That. How did your, how did your, and you, you don't have to speak on nothing that you're uncomfortable with speaking on, but how, how did your mother overcome? Um, I think she just really drowned herself in work, honestly. And my mom, she's like very religious. So she like pray to God, talk to God every day and things of that nature. My mom, she's really optimistic and positive. I think that's where I get that from. So it's like any like things that's negative towards her, she just like find a way to like, what she said, maneuver it and like find a positive lesson out of it, you know, so. Really, that's how she like overcame and like at the same time, like 
her motivation to like help her mom back home and people back home and stuff like that. So yeah. Most of, 100%, 100%. Uh, what do y'all think y'all biggest strength is and what do y'all think y'all greatest weakness is? Oh, go ahead. You, you want to ask him a question? Yeah, no, I thought, I thought he was going to go next. Oh, my fault. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. My bad, my bad, my bad. I mean, with bad. me in terms of, I guess like a lot of my friendships and my relationship with my dad like are more how I get that stuff. But I also like, I just draw everything or like if I have a concept or an idea, like I make the snippet first. Or like how y'all as musicians record snippets, like I basically do the same thing. I just have a bunch of like compositional studies and stuff, which is like kind of how you frame the space, two-dimensional space of where you're gonna put things. I just like draw a bunch if I have the concept and have them saved up. So when I have time to go to the studio and make them, I could just get it out and start doing it. You like an alchemist, bro. I guess. No, <laughs> I no guess. Doubt. Like you really just whatever you going through, you just transmuted and that's energy though yeah you just move one it's energy to another place but I, that's that's dope that's dope most of 100 percent. and it took a while to get there like really long time to figure that out <laughs> but you also you don't just get better you also get faster like you can do like doper stuff with like less or the same amount of time as something that would have taken you a really long time to figure out. Like, you can now do that faster. Felt, felt, felt. More efficient. So what do y'all, what do y'all believe y'all biggest strengths and biggest weaknesses are? Biggest strengths, biggest weakness. I feel I have no weakness. Um, honestly, um, I would say my biggest strength is that I feel I have no weakness. Word. Can you can you expound on it? When I say I, it's, it's like I just said, I'm 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 real deep into um, speaking stuff into existence, affirmations that that trigger your subconscious so that you move in a way where you will be like you were speaking on becoming that person that you want to be, the best you. You have to first act as the best you, and that, that's how it happens. So um, so me me feeling like I have a weakness is is, is in a sense a setback. I guess you could say it, it's arrogant that I feel that way, but hey, I'm I'm owning it and accepting it. But um, I don't want to tell myself I have a weakness. I'm, I, I can take on anything, and my life has shown that since the beginning. You know what I'm saying? So. That's why I feel. Even in interviews and, and, and jobs, I tell them the same thing. Oh, word. <laughs> no doubt. No, it, 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 it might mess up the odds, but hey, I'm speaking my truth. I feel I have no weakness, and that is my biggest strength. Felt, so, felt, yeah. felt. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think that you can have things that are like, in some contexts are a strength, but then in other contexts are like a big weakness. So like, I'm a highly like emotional introvert. And so like on one end, that makes me an artist and like not really need to be babied to create and stuff. But on the flip side, like it can be exhausting doing day-to-day -day tasks and jobs. It can like take a toll on me as well. And also like, I have a lot of trouble in like social environments because of that. Like I can get kind of overwhelmed and emotional, reactive easily. And so it can be hard to like, be in like a party environment or just different school events and all that. Um, but on the flip side, like I wouldn't be an artist without having those weaknesses. So kind of works out that way. Like your weaknesses as a person can lead to your strength. Right, right. Absolutely, absolutely.
What about you, Cha? Um, I was about to say what he just said. Um, my strength, I think I'm very blunt. Like, I'll tell you how it is, whether you like it or not. Because that's just the type of person I am. Like, I like making everybody, like, be the best person that they can be. And if you just sugarcoat everything to somebody, then they can never be that type of person. Thanks. So, friend, not, I'm just going to keep it real. Um, I'm very open-minded. Like, I like trying new things and, like, listening to new music, meeting to new people, eating new food and stuff like that. I'm very optimistic. Um, my weaknesses, kind of what Antonio said. I don't think I really have one. But, I don't know, it's kind of subjective, so. Most of. Most of. Uh, I think, I think my, uh, my best strength is probably, uh, probably my faith in God. You know what I'm saying? I, like, I truly believe in And this podcast is not to convert anybody. Uh, we couldn't do that if we wanted to. But, um, but, uh. Like, like I, I genuinely believe that God got my best interest at heart. I don't think there's nothing bigger than God. You know what I'm saying? So, so I believe that God is intentional. That God don't make mistakes. So, so, so anything that comes my way that's uncomfortable must be to build me, not to break me. You know what I'm saying? So, I think, I think that's my best strength. You know what I'm saying? Because, because of that, regardless of what comes, I never see it as a, as a closed door. I never see it as an artist. Oh, this mean that I can't do it or nothing like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, like it's I, I just don't see it that way. You know what I'm saying? So will he be your crutch? Oh, uh, if you if you want to call it that, like like all right. So when you when you say crutch, what what are you saying? A crutch is used for people who need stability when they can't walk. Most so of. for instance, when you need somebody to fall back on or something to motivate you to keep going or that a person can't give, you know what I'm saying? I'm saying, would he be that, that, that pillar to hold you up? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely, bro. I put my, uh, that's one of the things that I think pushes me forward, bro. Like, I, I put my, I put my faith, I put my, my trust in, in a being that's bigger than me. I agree. He's you know big. what I'm saying? Exactly, I ain't gonna, bro. Like, like, uh, like, you know what I'm saying? Don't get me turned up, man. I feel you, bro. I get to like, preach. Like, I, I honestly feel like, <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I, I feel like uh, greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. If my God is for me, then what, who or what can stand against me? You know what okay. I'm saying? That's genuinely how I feel. So, yeah, but like that that has to be, like without a doubt, that has to be my biggest strength. You know what I'm saying? I, don't get me wrong. My work, my work ethic, dope. You know what I'm saying? My attention to detail, I pay attention. When, when it's a show, when it's a song or whatever, you know what I'm saying? I want it to be the absolute best that it could be. I'm a bit of a perfectionist, and that's probably that that's a strength in some ways, but a weakness in others. But 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 out of everything, my my faith in a being that's bigger than me is that that's second to none right there. That's real. You um, just kind of woke me up on something. Um, a strength, like I say, I feel like having a weakness, but a strength that can be looked at as a weakness by other people, I would say is, um, and I actually seen people try to take advantage of it. Um, I'm a person who can learn from everything and everybody, no matter the age, um, no matter the background, you know what I'm saying? I'm a person who take heed to all knowledge. So um, that's a strength because I'm forever learning. Uh, and that means you forever growing and never dying. Um, but it can be looked at as a weakness because it's like, 
lot of people feel once 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 they can show you and teach you certain things, it kind of make them feel. Um, What's the word I want to use as an authority figure? You know what I'm saying? Empowered. Empowered. Yeah. Empowered. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and, that, and that empowerment go to people's head a lot of times. And I've been in households where it happened with parents, where it happened with um, in school, where with peers. You know what I'm saying? So I never looked at it as a weakness because, like you said, I, my 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 pillar is God. You know, so I know I can overcome anything. But Most that. Most that's that. a strength that I have that can be looked at as a weakness. But I feel I have none. No I weakness at all. I feel you. So, yeah. Most does, most does. I think the perfectionist, I, the perfectionism. I don't know if it's my biggest weakness, but I know it's it's definitely. No, no, no. I take it back. My biggest weakness is me feeling like I have to do everything. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like right now, I'm I'm learning how to market. I'm I'm learning how to. I'm 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 learning how to network. You know what I'm saying? I'm going out here. I'm trying to book gigs. Uh, and all of this stuff, or even um, with my role as Story Stitches, you know, I even when I got interns, right? Before yesterday, honestly, a lot of times they would sit for like an hour while I was doing all of this work. You know what I'm saying? Because for some reason, I felt like I had to be the one to do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, like I don't know. Like, it's just a natural. Because like, you a genius, bro. I'm done. <laughs> no, honestly, listen. A genius, a genius is considered like Elon Musk or someone like that who, who got their hands in so much other things. And uh-huh. It's natural to you because that's who you are. You know what I'm saying? That's why Most you feel does. like you got to do so much. I feel you. And then I think it's also that that factor of. I'm I'm not I don't naturally go ask for help. I don't naturally ask somebody to do something for me. If I if I need something done, I naturally do it. Okay. You know what I'm saying? That like 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 that that's just how I go about things. So naturally when I'm given this long list of things that need to be done, I don't think, hey, yo, can you do this for me? Yo, can you do this for me? You know what I'm saying? I think, all right, it's going to take a minute, but I got you. You know what I'm saying? And I, and I get to work. That's how I do stuff. So uh, just a couple of days ago, I had this fat old list of stuff that needed to get done. And I delegated it to interns or whatever. And stuff that would have normally took me about three hours to do took us an hour to get done. Because, you know what I'm saying? Because I, I had me a team that I could give these jobs to or whatever, you know what I'm saying? And it's just, it's, I, th- I feel like it's the, it's the same thing when you're trying to build a career in art or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Especially music. Yeah, you can't do everything on your own. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And, 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 and what I'm, and what I'm learning too. from trying to do all of this is that it's stifling my creativity. Right. You know mm-hmm. I don't have a lot of time or a lot of energy to be creative. You know what I'm saying? That's why I'm relying on a lot of content that I've already made. Because like like I don't like like when I finally do get a second to sit down, I don't have the energy to and the brain power to to sit down and, and write to nothing. You know what I'm saying? I'm just tired. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm tired exactly. You know what I'm saying? So that that's that's kind of how I I'm starting to learn the value of having a team. You know what I'm saying? Like how we was talking earlier about booking agents and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Or whatever. It would help me a lot if I had somebody that could keep track of these spreadsheets for me. It would help me a lot if all I had to do was put in a spreadsheet. I want this posted at this time and have somebody else that I trust with my social media passwords to actually go and post it. You know what I'm saying? It would help out a lot if 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 people could just go to this person and say, yo, I want to book this man for a gig. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and, and they bring it to me and I decide whether or not I want to do the gig, you know what I'm saying? Scheduling, all of this stuff, it would help me a lot if I had other people to help me do that so that I could focus on creativity. You know what I'm saying? The, the people that's successful with this stuff, the, the J. Coles and the Jay-Z's and the Futures and the Wayne's, Kendrick's, all, all of the Drake's, bro, they spend hours and hours in the studio. 
I would love to spend hours and hours Man, in the studio. But I, I don't have I don't have hours and hours and hours to spend in the studio. You know what I'm saying? So that's where my they 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 spend all of these hours just getting better and better and better at their craft. You know what I'm saying? So I'm learning that I don't have to be the one to do everything that I need done. You know, so I need to learn how to how to delegate and I need to broker the type of relationships with people that believe in me enough to know that I'll be successful, you know what I'm saying, so that they can invest their time into helping me get this done. You know what I'm saying? So so these are things I'm learning. So that's what I would say is probably my biggest weakness, especially considering that it's stifling my creativity right now. You know what I'm saying? So that's my biggest weakness, the 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 feeling like I have to be the one to do everything that, that needs to get done. And all those artists, like, they delegate their responsibilities exactly. so that they can do, like, studio exactly. time. Exactly. Yeah. Like, 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 me and Teg was talking about it, like, that's, that's the role of a manager, to take the other stuff off your plate so that you could focus on being creative because that's when you create your best content, not when you just worked an 18-hour shift and now you about to sit at this chair and listen to this beat and try to try to squeeze something out, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's not when you make your best stuff. That's just when you fresh, you rested, you excited to beat her, you know what I'm saying? And so, yeah, so that's my biggest weakness, but I will say that it won't be my biggest weakness for long because I'm learning how to counteract it, 100%. That's 100%. My bad, I feel like I'm giving nah, all no, long answers, no, right? Bro. Like all my answers as long as I'm. Like... Right, are y'all familiar with a victim mentality? And if so, do you have one, or have you ever had one? I've had it before, like a couple times. Uh, like after experiencing really bad mental health issues and stuff, I've had instances where I was really reliant on people, uh, usually specifically like one person, trying to deal with all that stuff. Got you. Cool. For the people, for the people listening that may not be familiar with what a victim mentality is, actually, before I even uh, give y'all what my definition is, uh, I'm gonna I'm 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 give y'all Google's definition of a victim mentality to make sure can't nobody say no. You said it's this when it's really this. All right. So, a victim mentality is an acquired personality trait in which a person tends to recognize or consider themselves a victim of a negative action of others and uh, to behave as if they were the case in the face or to behave as if this was the case in the face of uh, contrary evidence of such circumstances. So uh, in other words, you feel like you're the victim of a situation, but the actual evidence shows otherwise. It shows, you know what I'm saying? You don't feel like it was your fault, but all the evidence says it was your fault. You know what I'm saying? So, so, so somebody that got up late for work or whatever, and then ran into some bad traffic, and then when they got to work, they was like, yo, it's not my fault. I, I, I ran into bad traffic. When the first mistake was that you got up late, you know what I'm saying, or whatever, but you don't, you don't see it as your fault. So that's what a victim mentality is. Oh, yes, I've had it. Um, and I feel like it's honestly something that is a constant... I wouldn't say you you constantly have that mentality, but it's something that's knocking on your door. You know what I'm saying? Like, for instance, in a, you waking up late. Oh, man, it's, it's more of a just self-accountability. But I had it, I had it in high school a lot. Um, I was going through a lot of stuff with my parents, and I had just got into a relationship. I moved in with the, my, the girlfriend or whatnot, you know? And um, basically, 
I was telling everybody like, oh man, my life is so messed up, bro. In reality, I created this, um, this situation. I removed myself from the household. Um, so everything else that fell on me, I had to learn through the years. I don't think it's something that comes like that, you know? Uh, I had to learn through the years that it was all on me. Um, I don't understand, I don't really know what transpired to the point where I was like, yeah, all of this stuff is my fault. But eventually, over like I said, over over time, I was able to realize like tracing a source of the problem, it was me. You know what I'm saying? Um, and that kind of just helped me be less of a victim. But like I just said, it's something that constantly knocks at your door. If you ask me, um, through all type of situations, we gotta always remind ourselves like. Um, what am I doing wrong in this situation? Maybe this person isn't acting like the way I want them to act because I'm not giving out that energy. You know what I'm saying? So it's 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 something that we all have to constantly battle with, I feel. Um, mostly it's like pa past friendships. Cause like everybody like wanna be the great friend, da da da. But it's just like some situations where you probably was the bad friend you didn't even realize something like that or you just wasn't giving the right energy to the right person and stuff like that and then like especially like my high school years like oh my god but then as i went to college and stuff like that kind of like what he said it's my fault but you don't have to like be a burden like you can use that for strength and be like okay i'm never gonna do that again i know what i need to do now i learned my lesson da, 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 da. you don't have to be a burden because at the end of the day you have to like forgive yourself I feel like forgiving other, for me, forgiving other people is easier than forgiving myself. So I had to forgive, I had to learn how to forgive myself, even though it was hard. Because I feel like we as people, we like, if something don't go uh, our way, we're just so easy to like, oh my God, you stupid, you this and that. I feel like a lot of people are so hard in, on themselves and it's just like, you just gotta calm down, look at the situation, you're alive, God is with you. You know what I'm saying? Just take a breath, take a deep breath and stuff like that, everything gonna be all right. So that's how I look at it. A hundred percent. I've definitely had a victim mentality. Um, <clears throat> I think it all goes back to like perspectives or whatever, right? So one of my issues was like, when, when, when somebody would ask me what happened and I would uh, tell them what happened, like, like one of the things that used to like just boil my blood was when they would say that I'm making excuses or whatever, because I feel like I'm not making no excuses. I'm telling you exactly what happened. The problem I had with that was that it, saying that somebody makes excuses, at least to me, it felt like you're invalidating my feelings or what I'm saying happened to me. You know what I'm saying? It feel like you're saying that that don't matter, blah, blah, blah. What I came to realize when I actually looked up the word excuse is that it's basically a reason to excuse you from the consequences of whatever happened. That That's what an excuse is, you know what I'm saying? So, all the noise just started. But, uh, it, so yeah, I've definitely had a victim mentality. And what I figured out was that if, if you just say, yo, all of this stuff keep happening to me, stuff just keep happening to me no matter what I do, stuff just keep happening to me, then you stay in that mind frame of being a victim. You know what I'm saying? And victims, like like if you if you look at the word victim, victims are powerless. 
You know what I'm saying? Victims are victimized. They powerless. You know what I'm saying? And so once I flip that switch, now I feel like I'm I'm not a victim. Even when I'm victimized, I'm not a victim. You know what I'm saying? No, I I am not a victim. Victims are powerless. Victim stuff happened to them, and it ain't nothing they could do about it. I promise you, I'm gonna get back up. I promise you. Like I might I might you know what I'm saying? Tilt my head for a minute. I said I might be sad. I might even complain about it for a while. You know what I'm saying? Complaining is actually part of my process of. You know what I'm saying? Picking myself back up. But I promise you I'm going to get back up. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not a victim. I don't want nobody to feel bad for me for nothing that I've been through. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't want your pity. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't need you to do stuff for me out of pity. None of that. Like, I'm going to sort it. I'm going to be all right. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to sort it out. Don't ever make the mistake of thinking that I'm powerless or can't do nothing or that. You know what I'm saying? I need you to coddle me like a kid or nothing. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, I'm grown. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to sort it out. So most of I definitely uh, had the victim mentality, you know what I'm saying, bro. I remember, I remember one time my brother did something that was stupid, bro, and I ain't gonna cap. He had a tendency to do stupid stuff, and so he did this thing that was stupid, and I was like, bro, like I really expected better from you, and you know what he said? He said that's your fault. And you know what? And, and bro, I couldn't even get mad, bro. I said, I you know heated, what? Bro, I'm not gonna fake it. Bro, I, I couldn't even. I was like, you know what? You're absolutely yeah, absolutely right. Yeah, he's be right though. You have been who you are your whole life. You know what I'm saying? So, 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 why do I keep expecting you to just magically change or yeah. something like that? You know what I'm saying? DMX said it's, it takes too much energy not to trust people. You should just trust people to be who you who are. You, are. Yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I saw I, that. So, so, so I need to trust that he gonna do something stupid because that's what he does. You know what I'm saying? So, so that was my fault. I'm putting like like too many expectations on you. You shown me the the box in which you're willing to operate in, and you're not willing to leave that box. And so I have to be okay with your decision because I can't I can't make I can't want more for you than you want for yourself. You know what I'm saying? And so most of once you figure out the role that you played in it, you can stop playing that role. So now when he do something stupid, now when he do something stupid, I'm like, that sound about right. You know what I'm saying? That's about right. That, that, that's, yeah, that's, that's you, you trust the dog to bark. You trust the baby to cry. You know what I'm saying? You trust the snake to bite you. That's Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And I love him to death. I love him to death. But it's, it's just a certain way you got to move when you know who somebody is and they've established that they're not willing to change. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's the that's the exact that's a fixed mindset, and that's the the role that I played in that was was expecting more of him than he wanted for himself. You know what I'm saying? And expecting him to be more than what he was. I will tell y'all y'all mindsets matter. Yo, be careful. Don't don't think negative about everything. You know what I'm saying? Every single thing bad that happens wouldn't it ain't it ain't the world targeting you. You know what I'm saying? Life is hard, so sometimes you're gonna go through some stuff. So just be careful. I'm not trying to diminish your trauma, your suffering, or whatever the case is. You know what I'm saying? Just just yo. Turn on a motivational video or something, you know what I'm saying? Read one of these self-help books, you know what I'm saying? Just just be intentional about doing things that make you the person that you're trying to become. You have to, it's not going to just happen. You have, you have to do things that, that turn you into the person that you're trying to become. If you want to get in shape, you can't, you can't, like, yo, like, like, I know manifestation is a big thing right now or whatever. There's work that's attached to that. You know what I'm saying? You, you ain't going to just write down, yo, I'm going to be, I'm going I'm to lose 10 pounds every day, but not do nothing to actually lose 10 pounds and think the 10 pounds is just going to drop. 
You know what I'm saying? That's not how it works. But if you write down, I'm finna lose 10 pounds and then go work out and eat right, you know what I'm saying? Then come back the next day and do it over and over again. You do that for about four weeks. You can drop your 10 pounds. I just did it. Faith without works is dead. You gotta put legs to your faith. You gotta put legs to your faith, 100%. Uh, that being said, I wanna thank everybody for tuning in to yet another episode of Stitchcast Studio. I've been your host, Brandon Lewis. If you're wondering how you can join our Stitchcast family and get in between the ages of 16 and 24, or if you're an artist, uh, you sing, you dance, you rap, uh, you're a poet, you do photography, videography, you paint, you draw, whatever the case may be. If you're in between the ages of 16 and 24 and wondering how you can join our Story Stitches family, you can go to storystitches.com org and uh that being said i want to thank y'all for tuning in i've been your host brandon lewis and we out thank you for listening we want to give a very special shout out to the stitchcast studio sponsors story stitches is supported in part by an award from the national endowment for the arts the lewis prize for music 2021 accelerator award additional support for stitchcast studio and story stitches youth programs was provided by the spirit of st louis women's fund city of st louis youth at risk crime prevention grant of 2021 lust corporate the charity pot and march for our lives aid and allowance they say who that but you already knew that that beat them story stitches story stitches story stitches story stitches story stitches